Hey y'all, I'm Myth and I'm the weirdest bitch you know. This is my podcast. Hey y'all, it's the Strawberry Full Moon. I already did a collective reading to share with everyone, but I just, I felt the urge to reach out, communicate more, talk about what's going on, and also how I see new and full moons now. The reason that I do these collective readings on new and full moons, it's not because they are this rigid thing of like, okay, this is when this is happening and this is when that is happening. We all have our own cycles within our bodies, within our communities, within, you know, our lives outside of a regular calendar, right? Maybe the calendar that we look at for going to work. (laughs) So I like going by the moon because I feel I've always felt a connection with the moon. Um, I don't even really get, well, actually I do now get a lot deeper into astrology, but the moon, the moon for me is a nice way to keep track of things look at my cycles so when I'm writing in my journal I'll make a note of the moon phase and I'll notice my energy level at these times I'll notice you know how far I've come it's really really important to make a note and to actually sit with how far you've come how much you have changed how much you've evolved and healed It's really important. I know that for a long time, even in this space or the spaces that I have occupied and shared my work, I think I can be kind of cynical. I can be kind of like, mm, yeah, negative, straight up, like critical, negative. And sometimes that has been just all that I'm available for. But then other times it's like, wow, I don't have to... I don't have to tell that story as if that's reality. I think on a level, we all live in different realities and that's fine. Um, And also it's not a bypass to acknowledge that like, okay, this is how I feel today. And maybe it's not great, but that's not forever. We're the mind is really, really good at convincing us that the feeling of today, especially if it's a bad thing, if it's negative, this is forever. I'm forever going to be like this. And it's just not true. It's why I kind of preach, you know, keeping a journal or at least a planner where you can write a few words down. 
um, when you think about it, you know, not having a strict planner or journal schedule, that's fine. It's good. Actually not having too much pressure on myself to show up and do it has been helpful. But yeah, being able to see, oh wait, I have come really far. So thinking about when I first even made this podcast, I was deep in survival mode. There are episodes you can listen to and it's like, whoa, myth was going through it, you know? Um, and I'm coming to a place with readings, with any work I do with other people, and even this podcast where it's like, it's not that I don't care, but I've loosened my grip on other people's outcomes, right? So whatever you get out of this, if you benefit, wonderful. If you don't, I trust you to turn it off and to find something that actually works for you and that feels, uh resonant and helpful. I hope my cord wasn't making a shitty noise this whole time. I know that I've put a few podcasts out where it's like unlistenably weird quality. So, um, but yeah, I just wanted to check in and and like give a little vibe check here because we're coming into cancer season, which, um, you know, when you start paying attention, right? Even if you're not into astrology, if you start paying attention to seasons, how things feel in each season, um, you can see patterns that can be helpful for you to remember, oh yeah, this is not forever. This is today. This is this season where I can look back and here's what can kind of go down. You know, it's kind of... It's like looking at your regular calendar and being like, oh yeah, this is when I pay property tax and I'm usually, I have less money in my account or whatever the story is, right? And so that can help you be grounded in reality, right? Through change. So I talk about our life cards, our year cards, etc. My life card is the lovers and our collective card of the year is the lovers. And I've really been feeling into myself and my energy and what I can offer and what I can give uh, to other people and how that exchange can be different and how it can be more uh, sustainable. And yeah, part of that is not being, making myself so responsible for other people's outcomes because I can't control other people and I don't want to. I actually want to live in a reality where I can trust other people to make the decisions that they need to. And the insight that I give is just that. It's just that, right? That less pressure, excuse me, of being perfect and saying the right perfect thing and whatever, you know, like, That shit was so stifling when I was living there, and I refused to live there. I've been through hell. I was in crisis mode, survival mode for so long. I refused to live there. My card of this year is uh, the Wheel of Fortune, and that's that's really the lesson that I am personally learning, how to be grounded through change, great change that is not really in my control you know, some change is, but instead of trying to control everything, hold everything so tightly, oh no, 
if I let this one ping pong ball fall out of my arms, you know, it's not the end of the world. If something falls apart, I, survival is, you know, I'm still going to be here. It's all right. If I get a late fee, it's all right. I'm not going to let my nervous system go on a ride because I have to pay more money because I'm, I, I think money is a big area where I'm learning lessons and just how I can approach it all differently, how I have to look at it. I have to deal with it. And instead of being resentful and mad about it, I can just see the ways that it is an energy exchange. And it, and if I don't label it good or bad, I, I just, I'm doing better, you know? And I'm not saying that like, I don't know. I have my feelings and opinions about people that hoard it. And I will use that word because it is true. I don't want to step over someone who's, uh, you know, starving so that I can get into my house that's like got more than enough. Right. Like, I don't want that. Um, But my individual experience with money, I can change the story. Thank goodness. And obviously, I believe in change, or why would I even be doing this work? So it's really, I don't know. I'm feeling, in a lot of ways, better. Because it's like, wait, I do have the ability to ride the waves of change rather than trying to hold everything. And if things get fucked up, even if I make a mistake, it's like, okay, I can re-aim, right? Thinking of Sagittarius for this full moon and how we get to choose where we point our arrow. I don't have a whole lot in Sagittarius personally. I know I have some asteroids um, and lesser, uh, not lesser, but less frequently looked at uh, celestial bodies in Sagittarius, but I've always really resonated with that sign and with the temperance card. Can you shut the door, please, baby? Yeah. Oh, you're going to hear my kid pee. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Um, I live in a small Victorian house. This is why it's not that small, but, you know, when you see me on video, it's pretty dim. And you can hear everybody saying anything in the house at any time. But on the flip side of that, I also get to have... Uh, my AC works really well and it's helpful that the way that my home was first created. Thank you so much, baby. He's, he's trying. He shut the door after he peed. Um, <laughs> bless him. Okay. So the, the good thing is that at least it stays cool in here, which is such a, uh, an amazing thing. I've realized too, like, and I, I might've mentioned this a while ago, but my home is, it has a spirit, right? And so when we were going through all this with our home falling apart, and I won't go deep into it, but if you've been following along for a while, about two years ago, we had this seriously bad situation and and we were just pissed and cussing the house, you know, because it was just so hard to survive and we couldn't it felt like we couldn't get our shit together to fix the things that were just desperately desperately needing repair so that the house could even be saved like it was serious it was serious anyway 
Now it's like, okay, thank you, home. <laughs> Let's get some gratitude in here for the things that you do for us. You shelter us. You're here. You know, there's a lot we still need to do, but I'm not going to do it all with an attitude of like, fuck you. <laughs> um, everything has a spirit and a purpose, right? That's beyond just me and my family. And zooming out really has helped with that a little bit too. It's like, there's a history here. There will be people that live here after we're dead, you know, most likely. And I have a lot of gratitude for the fact that this place has held me, you know, at different times since I was a child. So moving the things in here around and figuring out where to aim and how to give thanks. Ugh. When you are deep, deep in survival mode, it is hard to be grateful for anything. And I know that firsthand because it's like, I don't even have my basic needs met. I am so overwhelmed, overstimulated, and I don't know how to move. It's very hard to create from that place. And I think I lost quite a few people through that. And it makes sense why. Like, I don't blame anybody who needs to like let me go so they can be healthy and heal like good you know um but now it's like whoa I, things have blown open I'm attracting more and more like I looked on Instagram today and there's 20 new followers and for me that's a lot um readings you know here and there like things can get really busy and then they fall to very little but like my needs are met my needs are met. My kids' needs are met. My husband's needs are met um, for the most part, right? Like there's always, you know, living in America, <laughs> I'm not going to list all the things that we collectively need that we don't have. Um, if you're, if you live here, you're very aware, right? So I'm not going to get deep into that, but like we're okay. And being okay, having that neutrality available, and remembering in my body what it feels like to be somewhat neutral, right? Where I don't have to make a judgment call on everything. On the internet, especially on Twitter, I've realized it's just this like clout judgment farm where everybody's like trying to be seen, trying to go viral, trying to, you know, passing judgment on people just innately, right? It feels very passive. You can very passively just judge and bully, honestly, pile on someone. And it's like, ew, when I was using my time that way, I felt like shit. And it snuck up on me, you know, like it, it really did sneak up on me. And I thought, oh, well, I'm on the right side of things. I'm on the side of, um, you know, left politics. I'm on the side of, you know, marginalized people. But there were there were times where it's like, man, I don't know if I'm helping anyone. <laughs> looked around I'm like none of none of this is helping anybody's material conditions what am I doing with my energy you know and being in survival mode it's like everything feels urgent like you have to do it right then if I don't do it right now people are going to think I'm bad or that I'm this or I don't care about that cause or this cause and um yeah you know I I know myself I know that in fact, I care a lot, maybe too much. <laughs> I care so much about what happens to other people. And 
I think that's one of the big wounds for me is like being misunderstood and having someone assume that I am selfish or that I have access to something that they don't. I'm aware that I have privilege um, because of the way I look, right? Like I'm a white person. Um, But (laughs) poverty is real. (laughs) I've been homeless. I have been, you know, do, you know, did online sex work to survive. And I'm not ashamed of any of those things. I'm really not. I feel like all of it, all of it, actually being homeless, like hitting rock bottom, um, even being on the, well, I'm not going to trigger warning, so I'm not going to go there, but like, I'll say that online sex work taught me how to manifest. And I know that word, um, has a lot of baggage and we don't like to use it a lot because we think of, mm, I'm not going to say the name, but there's a really famous manifestation creator, on Instagram who's who makes literally billions of dollars and some of it's really gross you know it's like clearly I don't know I don't want to judge them but I've just heard negative things from people who've taken their courses and stuff and anyway we we have a very whitewashed um you know aesthetic look at what manifestation is and as we just collectively experience like, you know, prices going up and more and more, it seems like more and more need. I think it's easy to look at manifestation as this thing of like, oh, well, that's for like rich people. That's for, you know, people who already have a lot of money or whatever. Um, or that it's just straight up not possible and it's bad. Like, I I think I had that feeling for a long time. I would judge it. Um, Maybe I still am. I'm I'm still loosening my grip on my judgments of other people. And part of that is because I very harshly judge myself historically, and I still do. So I'm working on it. But manifestation is real. And I know that because I've done it. I've done it not from a place of like, being afraid or being, you know, when I really was at the bottom, it wasn't about manifesting as much as it was like climbing back <laughs> to myself, you know, and, and being okay. I, I found a way, wasn't always the most healthy way. I sometimes got there through really difficult maladaptive, maladaptive coping mechanisms, right? But I have also, when I had money or I felt like you know, really chill about money. It was easier to get it because it wasn't such a big deal. And I'm coming back to that. It's not such a big deal. It's not that big of a deal, you know? It is though. (laughs) You know, there are parts of me that's still like, oh my gosh, where's more money going to come from? But it always comes. It always comes. And, you know, (sighs) the privilege I do have, I want to use as as um leverage you know uh against in unjust systems i think the thing with privilege talk that can be difficult is when someone who has maybe as much or more privilege than you 
starts deciding you're bad because you have privilege and you didn't maybe acknowledge it in the way that they expect or that they want or I don't know. It's weird. It seems like privilege is a really easy way for privileged people to bonk each other over the head. And I just, I don't know, unsubscribe. (laughs) No thanks. Um, If you have a lot less than me and you have a legitimate criticism, that's one thing, right? But we can really easily forget that other people have complex inner worlds, that they have, um, you know, trauma that we don't know anything about. They have wounding that we don't know anything about. That, you know, lots of, lots of things that context that we just don't know about. And having people project onto me has made me realize how, you know, I've done that too. I've assumed that that person who I perceive as having more than me, maybe I just don't know anything about them or their story or what is going on. And the more that I lean into that, right, for myself of like, oh, I don't know their context or what their deal is, the less judgmental I am of myself and others. And loosening my grip on judgment has freed up so much energy, right? Discernment, great. Judgment, not so great. (laughs) Um, Judgment is a tool, right? But it's really not something we have to beat each other up about. Um, I've also found that when I start judging, I just, I have to look within. I look at myself. I'm like, why am I judging? Why am I irritated right now? Like, what is the tension here? And then it's usually, it's not always, but sometimes it has something to do with me that it's like, oh, I have an issue with this because I feel like I don't have permission to do whatever this person is doing. And they're not necessarily doing anything wrong. I just need permission I need to give myself permission to show up in the way that is authentic and true for myself. So today, <laughs> this is just my little my little diary entry. Like, I have come really fucking far. And I think you could probably tell that just by listening to this podcast. You know, I have some really messy ones. <laughs> and I'm not going to take them down. I'll, I'll leave them up. I'll leave them up. It's fine. I have one where I straight up name an abuser. Um, and I don't regret it. I don't regret it. I think I think anyone who's, you know, needs an example for like, yeah, things can change and get better and you can heal. Like, here we are. <laughs> here we are. I have the example. I've honestly let go of so many things that I felt I could not let go of. I realized I had this underlying belief of like, okay, you hold grudges, you're stubborn, you're never going to let go of these things. And that's just, I mean, fuck that. That's a bullshit story. And I, I, I don't have to live there. I don't. So anyway, <laughs> I hope you're having a great strawberry full moon. We got some strawberries at the grocery store and I'm just I'm having a wonderful day where it's just boring and we're just doing normal stuff. And I, I love that, you know, I think my nervous system has been through the shredder these last few years and I forgot what it feels like to be normal and to be bored. And I kind of love being bored because from there I am so 
creative. Speaking of creative, I have a lot of stuff coming up (laughs) because I feel just energized. I'm able to do the shit, the shit I've been planning and wanting to do for a while and shit that I'm excited about. So here's what's coming down the pipe. I've been talking about a dream work uh, offering for probably like a year now, and I'm actually going to get my shit together and film. Part of what was stopping me or what I was telling myself was the blockage was that like I didn't have good enough equipment, but I'm making this podcast on my phone. The quality might suck, but people are tuning in. So like create anyway, right? Um, I'm going to get the money to make better videos and recordings by working and offering the things that people are coming to me for, which is related to content, not necessarily not necessarily this polished, perfect uh, representation of, you know, what I do. I don't really need that performance aspect because I'm I'm confident enough now in my content that it's not it's not really necessary. So I'll, I'm working to film and release the dream work. Uh, it's going to be a workbook and uh, recording. And it'll have some tarot spreads and I'm really excited. I already have so much of this done that it's like, okay, why are you dragging your feet? I know why though. It's because I got bored with it. And when I get bored, I it's really hard to make myself do whatever it is. So um, that's coming down the pipe. And I'm also going to offer my very first tarot class. Yes, where I sit down and record some hours of tarot content, basically enough to where it feels complete, right? It's never complete. We're never done. I'm learning new things about tarot all the time, but it'll be the tarot from my perspective. So this course will be for people who've never picked up a deck. It'll be for people who have read tarot for a while, but want to learn my perspective specifically. Um, It's also, it's going to come with a little workbook as well, access to a discussion community. And I'll probably do some Q and A's as well that I'll answer here on the podcast. So everybody can benefit from whatever questions get asked. I will answer them here. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm not sure exactly when that's going to come out, but it's it's beginning. It's in the works. I've started, so it's happening. Um, what else? Okay, the other thing. <laughs> On top of just readings, which you can get from me in July, I might take a break. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, holler at me if you want a reading. Sleepyhousehealing.com or you can check my links uh, in my bio. My link tree is Sleepy House Healing, and there are some cheaper, some more affordable ways to get a reading as well. They're shorter, but if you just want one question answered, I will sit down and do that. Um, and what else? Okay, the other thing, the, the thing that's actually new, uh, timeline jumping. Okay, I went through a training specifically to teach people, to guide people through their own timeline jumps. 
And I'm so fucking thrilled because timeline jumping has helped me personally a lot. It has helped so much. I can't overstate how helpful this modality has been. In October, I did my first timeline jump and it was just through a recording. It wasn't even with a facilitator. It was through a recording and uh, it fucking worked. I knew by March that it had that I was on a new timeline and it actually, it worked for me. I did it. I jumped. And I know how it might sound. I mean, I don't want to like assume because <laughs> maybe you're here because you're like so open and so ready. If it sounds fucking ridiculous, maybe you're just not ready for it because you don't want to jump from a place of fear or escapism or desperation you don't want to to do it because it's an accelerator as my teacher would call it so it accelerates you towards wherever you're aiming this is a good time to talk about this with the Sagittarius full moon because yes where you aim fucking matters under this full moon having an idea of your trajectory and where you'd like to go Not necessarily a clear picture of the destination. That's okay if you don't know. In fact, it's good to have like a loose grip on where you'll end up, in my opinion. But yeah, where you're aiming matters. And if you check out my Instagram, you will see that there's been a major vibe shift. And I think that's from jumping, truly. Um, And giving giving myself some credit too, because I found the modality... I utilized it and I now have my own approach that I can share with other people. So we are doing a group timeline jump probably in August or July, um, but I'm also going to offer one-on-one timeline jumps very soon, as soon as I practice just a little more, just a little more to make sure that I feel really like gravy about it. (laughs) Gravy is the word that came to mind, which is so funny. But yeah, gravy. When I feel easy peasy, gravy, good about it, I'm going to share it with other people. And I'm excited because yeah, it's, it's helped me have access to true ease that felt distant or, you know, hard to grasp before. So The group timeline jump is going to be just for patrons or for people who donate to the free medicine cabinet project that I am collecting funds for right now. In my town, in Middle Tennessee, when you give somebody something for free, they freak out. (laughs) Not always, but a lot of times because it's just not common here. There's a lot of scarcity mindset. Um, I was raised in it. I look around and I see it and... Um, no judgment, you know, it was me. It's still me sometimes, right? Like I'm, I'm working on it. So part of that is going to be me giving away free herbal medicine to anybody who wants it. No strings attached, not affiliated with church or a club. It's just me, my family offering what we grow and what we can. And I'm so excited, but I do need some help, um, affording to build the little imagine like a little free library but it's um 
inside there's like herbal teas and tinctures and in the winter there'll be more um oils and things that I might not put out in the summer but yeah it's going to be a way for me to give to my community which is something that's really important to me um because the way when you give somebody something you change the way they see reality and that that happened to us somebody or different people have helped us my family and we have seen reality differently because we see oh this is possible and this is something we can do when we're in a, a better financial shape where we're, we're able and anyway so all this to say if you want to be part of the free medicine cabinet project i'm doing i have that link um in my link tree, please check it out. But yeah, if you don't want to do that and you're just a patron, um, that's also like, thank you so much (laughs) y'all at the $2 level and beyond. Like, thank you. Um, that money adds up and it helps me, helps me survive, helps us live. And, um, it means a lot. So yeah, if you're feeling it, um, be, all patrons will also have access to the group timeline jump. So yeah, I think that's it. That's all I want to say. I want to get back to my, my little, just my day. Um, and I have some work to do as well, but it's work I'm excited about, which is such, I don't know. I, I think of this time last year and I'm, yeah, we're doing everything is a lot better. So anyway, all that to say, I love y'all. If you want a reading, you know where to go. Bye.